Brett Costello joins us now. I wonder what's making news. Well, the Jack Jumpers are always making news down there. They are the team that gets talked about as the... Well, they're not quite the new kids on the block anymore, are they? They're into their second season of NBL, but perhaps it's starting to come together for last year's grand finalists as the season reaches the middle stages. Brent, good morning. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? We're very well. Now, the Jack Jumpers have teased us at different times this year. They've had a pretty gruelling road schedule compared to some other teams. Are they well-placed in your view... Brent, your unbiased view, of course, as a, a, a Tasmanian to make the uh, the top four, even the playing tournament now that we're leading in? I don't think I've got an unbiased view, Jake, <laughs> unfortunately. That's very true. Well, uh, we'll allow you to be parochial. <laughs> no, in all seriousness, um, I think we're really well placed, to be honest, to be seven and six. And uh, as you said, knowing all the travel that we've done, twice to New Zealand, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, uh, three times to Melbourne. I think we've got our first trip to Sydney this weekend. Um, to know we've got all that behind us and a run of, I think, five out of the next seven at home after this weekend, uh, set up pretty well, I'd say. Jack Mervais, I mean, he's a bit of a, a barometer for you blokes. He's uh, pretty passionate about it. What I see Scott Roth has come out in defence of that. What, what, what? There was an incident after the game on the weekend or during the game? Yeah, so the dying moments of the game, um, the Jack Jumpers have easily had, had won the game and, and Jack... Um, Decided to go down and, and shoot uh, a three ball in the in the dying seconds without any defence on him, and that's because um, Britain expected him to run out the clock, which is a, a pretty common thing in the NBA. But they don't play the percentage over there, so here in Australia we do. And I think Tyler Harrison uh, took exception to that and said he should have ran the clock down. But um, yeah, Jack uh, obviously said that we you know we play for percentage here, and, and I think Scott Roth encouraged him not to go and shoot the ball, but he must have hurt him or. Something went uh, amiss behind the scenes, but so that was what all that uh, kerfuffle was about. Mm, okay. What happened to your Shield team, Brent, to lose to South Australia right. in such uh, significant circumstances? It was a pretty disappointing loss, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I've got no excuses for, for the guys. Very green deck huh, on day one. Not sure if you got. Not sure if you guys saw the mm. pictures, but um, we we just didn't get going, and a really disappointing loss. But the the upside and upshot of all that is uh, we're still pretty well placed going into the back half of the season, thankfully. So uh, with those two wins that we've got out of the first six games, we're still third on the ladder, only um, not even a, a point behind Bruce, uh, Queensland at the moment in second. So um, while it was disappointing, it could have created some, some clear space for us on the ladder. Uh, not always lost, but yeah, no doubt a very disappointing loss, that's for sure. All right, we turn to BBL mode now and the Hurricanes Accords. Your confidence level there? Saying, and even Nathan Ellis said at the launch the other day that um, he believes it's their time, their time to go and win this thing. And, and with the list they've got, the three Pakistani imports, uh, we've got Nisham as injury replacement yesterday, um, as well as Crawley from a week or two ago. So I think we're looking pretty good. Uh, obviously, not too many holes in our list. We've got some good bowlers, got some great batters, obviously. Um, so, yeah, look, anything short of playing off in a final this year, in the final, I think would be disappointing. Because obviously we're one of only two teams not to have won the Big Bash over the journey. I think the Stars are the only other team. So with Ricky Ponting coming on board, you know, all that sort of thing, a lot of change over the off-season. I think the pressure's on the guys to get the job done. Hey, Brent, uh, Jimmy Nisham added as a, an injury replacement or international replacement player for Pakistan's Fahim Ashraf. So Jimmy Nisham's a well-known commodity. His Twitter work is very, very good. And on the field, he's been a reliable all-rounder in the short forms for a while now. Absolutely, yeah. I just need to get to the bottom of uh, when he's actually available and when he might be coming into the squad because um, I haven't actually had a, a good detailed look at it yet and it wasn't really um, spelled out in the press release that came out yesterday. So I haven't had time to do that yet, boys, but I'm hoping it's for 
a few games that we're getting for because, as you say, Jacob, a very, very good uh, player, that's for sure, and it'd be great to see him in purple. Joel Paris, he's playing for you, isn't he, or is he...? Yeah. Hey? Yep. Yeah. Yep, I'd... we didn't see much of him last year, unfortunately, but uh, he's, he's right to go, I think, right? Well, I, I reckon you've got something there because um, we've watched a lot of him bowl in cricket this year and he is in just an extraordinary form, so... Um, he's, I reckon, could be a bit of a smoky for you, blokes, because, uh, yeah, uh, well, get on him. Get on him for your leading wicket taker. Okay, I like it. I like it. Thank you for the tip. Yep. Check that out. Okay. Brett, how was the how was the World Cup received in your part of the world? Uh, was there a was there a big gathering like we saw in Melbourne and Sydney? Was there a big gathering uh, in various points of of Tassie? Yeah, not quite to that scale, Jacob, but uh, rest point flung the doors open for the public down there the other morning. And um, yeah, no, certainly World Cup fever hit Tasmania, no doubt about that. We've mentioned that Atkinson playing in that first game against France. Uh, obviously, didn't play any time after that, which was disappointing due to injury. But uh, yeah, no, it was fantastic um, to see him out there and be, become our first soccer at a World Cup. But uh, no, very well received. They did a, a magnificent job, didn't they, the Socceroos? And um, yeah, no, it was great to watch. Sydney to Hobart update. Anything new? Not really, no. We know that the, the fleet was sitting around that 120-ish mark, I think it was, in the end. And um, now all the preparations just be happening up behind the scenes. I reckon uh, they've got the four Super Maxes in this year, which is which is really exciting. Um, so, yeah, it's not too far away. Is it? it's, pretty, it's pretty frightening when you think about it. It's less than 20 days now until it all kicks off. It's going to come around really, really quickly. And, um, yeah, can't wait for it. It's one of my favourite events to, to cover, that's for sure. Yes, yep, looking forward to that. Uh, Boxing Day and uh, so much sport to consume on Boxing Day and the Sydney to Hobart is uh, such a staple of uh, of that day and the days that follow. Uh, Brent, thanks for your time this morning. Uh, really appreciate it and we'll look forward to chatting to you again next week. Sounds good, boys. Thank you. Brent Costello stopping by from Tassie this morning here on Sports Breakfast.